All right, Sam, you want to pot that down? And I got this Miss Vicky right here on the line with me. And right before we got so interrupted there, and I, I, I want to use my slogan, Vicky, because I came up with that, okay? There's very few things in life you can say you coined, okay? But I coined this. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can just enslave me. <laughs> so very true. Okay. Very true. And you know there the bondage we can get ourselves into. Well, it's interesting. I used to listen to Pastor Peters. Did you ever do you know who Pastor Peters was, Vicky? You're not biblical. Familiar with him. Oh yeah, my not, goodness not gracious. I'm I'm uh well, back in the um late when Bill Clinton was elected and he appointed Butch Reno there as his AG. Yeah. Uh yeah. and 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 they named Pastor Pete Peters at the Church of Christ in Laporte, Colorado as the most dangerous man in America. Didn't okay. like what he had to say, huh? Well, he was an identity preacher. He was a student of Sheldon Emery's and uh uh he uh, his website, you can go you can go partake of this still because his supporters still keep his website up. The website is scriptures4america.org scriptures4america.org and Pete was on WWCR every night used to be the only place we could get this kind of information was on shortwave okay and uh, Pete had a show on shortwave and he'd give sermons and stuff and talks and that's kind of where I really got familiar with him I the guy was like a prophet to me and he had these guys numbers and he had a way of putting it like an old western cowboy you know um but um Pete was telling this story one night. It's interesting how many pieces of the puzzle that he unknowingly gave to me, okay? And this is one of them. And uh, and I wish I've never been able to find out where this is. It's in the Old Testament. And uh, there was a, a tribe of Baal worshipers, and they were coveting the adjacent tribe's land and property. And so they conjured up Baal. And they were walking with Baal and telling him what they wanted to do and take over and conquer this adjacent tribe. And Baal told them, trick them with words. I, I want to say that's in First Samuel. Um, Good. And when they're talking about the Dagons. But Could be. I'll have to look. And if I find it, I'll certainly email you. Yeah, but boy, what a big piece of the puzzle. Go over to Pastor. The, the unfortunate thing about Pastor Pete's website, Vicki, is that they didn't label any of his sermons or shows. There's a bunch of them on there you can listen to, but it's kind of potluck, you know. But, uh, boy, he was, uh, he was a heck of a guy and had a very tragic life as a, uh, just at the end. Very tragic, but, boy, he was a prophet. Church of Christ in LaPorte, Colorado, Pastor Pete Peters. Hmm. He's something. I wrote You'll, down that scripturesforamerica.org. Go go listen to a little bit of his stuff. You'll thank me. Okay. He he was he was a great American and a fabulous, fabulous pastor. Boy, they hated and, him. And speaking of thank you, Roger, I definitely appreciate you being on air seven days a week with somebody. And for all the effort that Paul and Mirka and the whole team do, your whole staff. Quote, staff, uh, staff. <laughs> the volunteer staff. At, <laughs> 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 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I might have. Up. Yeah, if you, if you don't be too nice to them, I might have to crack the whip on them here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> like double their pay. Yeah, or yeah, cut right. It in half. <laughs> no, cut it, cut it in half. <laughs> thank you, Vicky. Uh, you guys keep you. studying, keep keep learning, keep growing. Uh, learning the information. You don't have to learn it to the extent that I do. You may want to, but uh, uh, just keep learning and get command of it. That's where everything starts and everything that's positive comes out of you learning the information. This is an individual thing. See, that's one of my big disagreements with Anna Von Wright's. You don't, you know, you're getting a bunch of people together that aren't free and you start getting in groups of people and now you got all this political infighting and egos and everything else that comes into play with that. Okay. Your freedom's an individual situation and decision exactly like your relationship, uh, on who you want to follow religiously. Okay. Um, and I can't tell you to do that. That's why I've never told anybody to do this. My job is to tell you you got a choice you probably didn't know you had. If you want to move on it, great. If you don't, great. Okay? It's not no skin off my rear end at all. Okay? But once I tell you you've got a choice, I've fulfilled my obligation. Because the philosophy I run under is the watchman on the wall philosophy from the old testament which yeah. i'm sure you're familiar with okay yeah. and and so the minute i tell you you got a choice if you don't want to do anything about it blood's on your hands okay but it's off of mine and that's yeah. what's important to me okay i think those the term liberty you know in in scripture and it just reminds me time and again we were meant to be free time and again the lord's people he, he delivers them time and again. And that's right. just our reminder. Time and again, well, we stumble with this stuff. It delays us for whatever reason. We get frustrated. But time and again, when we do it for the right reasons and put down our egos and do it for him, then things well, will come. Well, He's working He's working right now exposing these vaccines, the Seymour Hersh article this week, which literally some a few people ought to hang for treason, okay, literally. Yeah. And uh, all these things, he's working together for good. They're getting exposed. We're getting stronger. They're getting weaker. Okay? I mean, that's um, happening right now. Speaking of, have you seen the stuff on the, just real quick, on the DOD, that basically this is all, we've been kind of looking this wrong direction, but they've yep. got it all on the DOD. So yep. that, yep. that I was heard on of, uh, I, today. I heard a very good uh, interview today, this afternoon, on Mel Kay and Tom Rentz, the attorney out of uh, northern Ohio that I like so much. And that's he was talking about a lot of that. And some of that has come out of their lawsuits, that and Todd Callender out in Colorado, both of those two people in the findings and pressing. As I say so often, we only get answers when we press the envelope. And they press the envelope in the form of lawsuits. And that information has gotten back that it is DOD. Okay, DOD is where all this is emanating from. In oh. fact, uh, who was it? I forget which one of them. Uh, but they were saying that when uh, they're they're going after Pfizer and f uh, accusing them of fraud, and Pfizer's defense is, we just took the fraud from the federal government. You can't charge us with fraud. Mm-hmm. Wickedness in high places. Ooh, boy, are these people an evil bunch. Holy mm -hmm. smokes. Woo! Cold chills. And I just pray Cold for chills. the next generation that there's enough people 
that are awake in the next generation that will be able to carry it forward so that in 100 years from now, just like from the 1900s when all this started with the flu vaccines, that 100 years from now with the COVID vaccine, there won't, it won't be able to be swept under the rug this next go-round. I think these guys are going to get caught real big time this time right now. There's too many large things and too many big, big forces that are moving together against them now. The BRICS countries, the new currency, Putin being cool as a cucumber, uh, the exposition of this Nord Stream fiasco, the vaccines, they can tie it back to the DOD. Uh, all, all that stuff's working against them. And that's just a, a right off the top of my head. Okay. There, there's others too. Balloons and aliens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, please. Did you like? Did you like? Did you like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene trying to carry that white balloon into the State of the Union? <laughs> you have to appreciate that, okay? <laughs> I, I saw I saw a meme where somebody had posted. Remember the the Trump balloon that you know the countries, other countries had flying, you know. Oh, yeah. Three or four years ago, you know. Anyway, it was a meme, and it had that, send that over China, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, this whole balloon thing backfired on them, too. See, what happens yeah. is they've told so many lies, it gets to a point where their lies get uncovered because they're having to tell more lies to cover up previous lies, okay? And this is a perfect example of that, this balloon. So what do they do with everything they blame Trump, right? Oh, Trump, he had three balloons fly over during his administration, so all these people start going, well, we never heard about any balloon. And it turns to find out that, the, that is it Miley? No, Matt Mathis, Mad Dog Mattis was the one that was the head of DOD, and they reported it to him, and he chose not to tell Trump or any of his staff that Chinese balloons were intruding over the country. That's treason right there. Uh-huh. And they, they're the ones that, because they blamed it on Trump, everybody starts asking, and that comes out of it. <laughs> Boomerang. They're like, they're like the Keystone Cops at this point. <laughs> okay, Vicki, I got a couple other folks who aren't watching the Super thank Bowl you, that want to have a little social intercourse here. So thank you for calling in. We're real glad uh-huh. you're aboard, and I'm going to uh, try and nudge you guys to get some sort of a of an Oklahoma City get-together going over there so y'all meet each other. It just means so much more when people that are connected through this message, when you actually get to meet each other, know each other face-to-face, break a little bread, have a little iced tea or a mint julep or whatever. It just it means a lot. Believe me, I know, okay, personally. So hopefully we'll be able to help you guys put that together. Thank you, Vicki. I guess Vicky must be gone. Uh, Sam, did you say was Andy from Minnesota? Was that, or did he get mad and leave? Okay, well let's talk to Andy. Hey, hey Andy, uh, Roger. Hey Andy, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am new to your uh, information stream. Let's put it that way. No, you lucky guy. Yeah, Mercus told me to call in. I uh, off of the Telegram channel. All right. Well, for I know you're in Minnesota. Are you around Minneapolis, St. Paul, or are you off in the hinterlands? Yeah, I'm in a northern fringe suburb of Minnesota. I can see the oh, okay. uh, downtown buildings. Okay. Uh, How'd you find my... us? How'd you find us? Oh, um, someone made a comment on an Epoch Times uh, article. 
Okay. And they said something about the matrix.com and then, oh, well, let's just take a look at that, see what that is, and and here I am. It's funny how, how it seems like the Lord guides people to this message, and, and, and that's why I ask you those questions, because I've heard some very interesting stories. Um, you know, Sarah Westall, who I did an interview with about a year ago, and and I, I got a number of people from the Sarah Westall interview, and uh, several of them go, you know, I, I never listen to Sarah Westall, but for some reason I clicked on that interview. Boom. Here they are. Huh. Uh, so there seems to be some kind of a divine providence working here. It's worked really throughout this whole project. I could go back and cite you examples that I, I know of before I even got involved. And then the fact that uh, I lived through a horrible automobile accident that was my fault in Argentina. There's a number of fatalities, and I shouldn't have lived through that. And it was through that incident that this project was birthed. So it's interesting. So anyway, how can we help you, Andy, if you're real new? Um, Well, I'm not sure yet. I'm still actually working to figure out whether you guys are talking with a straight tongue or not. Well, let me see if I've been through quite a few that I figured out are either not telling all the truth or telling only partial, uh, you know, telling some of them, I think, are telling outright lies. And I'm just trying to discern. Who's got the real message out there? Well, let, let me see if I can help you in the audience, too, if you don't know about this. The the reason that I've been so successful at this, quite frankly, is because of my teachers, all right? And mainly because of my law teacher, who's not with us any longer, unfortunately. Boy, I wish he was. Okay, one of the other ones is. Um but his name was John W. Benson, and uh, he was a guy that was just interested in the law his whole life. So he mm-hmm. didn't go to law school. He got old books, old English law and old law history books and stuff, and he studied law outside of law school. And it was John that he really was a Renaissance man. He kind of lived his life in the 15th century, okay? And it was him that put together all the connection that is really the reason for our success in the fact that what we're really dealing with here is the feudal system, Okay. Yeah, And see, nobody else has got that because nobody else understood it because nobody else has that extensive law training and background and foundation. But John okay, knew so it. That's, okay. okay. I listened to your interview on Rumble with uh, Andrew B. E. Ben Zoo or yeah. something. I forget what his last yeah. name Yeah, that was, that was earlier was this year. Fascinating. He, he was good. He was very good. I liked him as an interviewer. I like how he just let you talk. Right. Well, it, it, and that's the big difference. You see, you talk about, we mentioned Anna Von Wrights and, and David Strait, and there's a number of other people. I don't even, people say, have you ever heard of so-and-so? Hell, I've never even heard of them. So I don't have any right. idea how many people are out there doing this. I know about those two because they're probably the main two. And from what, I don't go study their stuff. I concentrate on our stuff. So I'm not going to get distracted because I know they're teaching misinformation in many instances. And quite frankly, if you don't know the system that you're fighting and you don't know the system of law you're fighting with, I don't know that we got too much to discuss. You know? Right. And and, and they want to say it's admiralty law. Well, how much of the country runs on? Admiralty law has no process. Okay? Admiralty law you go ahead. Funny I like you said that comment. because yeah, it's funny you said that because uh, li- I was listening to David Strait and he kept talking about Admiralty Law, but as I was listening to him, in my mind it clicked. Ah, this is all contract. This is all contract law. Yeah, 
It is. There's no admiral. There's no contract in admiralty. It's my ship pulls up next to yours, blasts yours. If I win, I come over and grab all your stuff and you too. That remedy is called prize. If it's on land in martial law, it's called booty. But admiralties okay. is prize. I kick your butt and I take your stuff. There's no procedure there. There's no contract. There's no paperwork. There's no promissory notes. There's no commercial paper. There's none of that there, but that's the law we're using. Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I can get in. I can get in. Listen, I can get into more technical than that if you want to get a little law lesson here, and I'll be glad to do that for you and the oh, audience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. But, well, let me um, get I it to you here. I just assume hang up and listen on the show, then hold this thing well, to my ear because this way I can take notes. Well, uh, all right, you can do that, Andy, if you want. It's this is the stuff John taught us, you know, and and he yeah. was an, a very good teacher, and I was a really willing, hungry student, even though. It was all on taxation, and I didn't have a tax problem at that time. In fact, in my life, I never had a tax problem before I met these two guys. And man, I had a real big one real quick. <laughs> so, okay. and that's why, and that's why we're here, is because I went in and fought the IRS in district court in Atlanta, and got beat up pretty bad. And uh, if you're if you if you know if you're a pro se and you don't know court rules and procedure and stuff and you get thrown into that arena, buddy, they're going to beat you to a pulp. Okay, I'm telling you right now. All right. And so when I got out of that and licked my wounds and got some of the bruises went away, and I said, hell, there's got to be a better way to do this. And that's why we're here today, Andy. Okay. So yeah, if you want me to, I got another call or two, but I I can just get let's if you, I'll just go over this with you while you're on the line with me if that's okay. That's it, the, the whole world revolves around this very simple formula, and buddy, it's simple. Okay, R plus D equals R. Have you heard me talk about that yet? No. Nope. All right, that stands for rights plus duties equal remedies. And the reason okay. that is important is because it runs and oversees everybody along the world, okay? Because law is rights and duties, and there, you see, there's two entities there on the left side of the equation, but remedy is all by itself over on the right side of the equation. Does that tell you that remedies might just be as important as rights and duties? Well, yeah. But but you never hear anybody in our community talking about remedies. You hear very few of them talking about duties. You hear a whole bunch of them talking about rights like constitutional rights, which are only given to you under the 14th Amendment, by the way. Those are the only rights the Constitution gives you. They're civil rights under the 14th Amendment. All the rest of the Constitution is protection for God-given rights. Yeah, yeah, I got that from your interview with Andrew. That was awesome. Well, it's a very important distinction, and it's right in front of our faces, okay? So here's the reason that that formula is so important, because it's out of that formula that you find out what a legal person is. And the whole, every seven or eight different bodies of law all run under this word person, don't they? But that's not you and me. This is a legal person. So how do you determine what legal person you are, Andy? Well, we're going to determine it after we get back from this break, and we'll expand right, on it, you. too. See you in a minute, Andy. Take the phone away from your ear for a minute. 
Congress is planning to give the Pentagon a raise. I'm Peter Seraphine with this week's Liberty Minute and a reminder to use code LIGHTHOUSE at ZStackLife.com to supercharge your immune system this cold and flu season. I am all for the United States having the largest, most expensive military on the planet, but the Pentagon has failed their financial audits five years in a row. In the most recent audit, the U.S. military cannot account for over $2 trillion in assets. Maybe the military needs to spend less time trying to understand white rage and trying to force an experimental vaccine on the healthiest people around and start focusing on protecting our nation and her assets. $2 trillion in lost assets is worth investigating. People need to be fired. I say no more budget increases until the Department of Defense fixes their accounting. If you and I failed five consecutive audits, we'd be in federal prison. Just like the rest of government, the Pentagon needs to remember that money and those assets belong to we the people. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. For the first time since its inception, RBN is offering a limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both Internet and satellite broadcasting and also gain the opportunity to both share your creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800-724-2719, extension 3, for details. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. All righty, Sam. We'd love to change the world. We're trying. I'm pedaling just about as hard as I can pedal, okay? Almost. Uh, Andy, we were talking right there before the commercial break about this magic formula. Our Andy dropped. All right, well, I'll finish it out because he's listening. So, um, and whoever's next, just tell them to hold on for a second. Okay. Um, so this magic formula, R plus D equals R, it, it runs the world because it controls every legal system in the world. Okay. And the you notice on the left side of the uh, equal sign, it's rights plus duties. Now, Somebody like my attorney friend, Brent Winters, who's been in the lawyer and business a long time and understands these concepts, would come back and say, rights are duties. And somebody like Edwin Vieira, the 
very educated gentleman in our movement that writes a lot about uh, money and 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 the constitution and stuff several high-end degrees from one of those ivy league universities i heard him interviewed and he says duties arise out of a right or the right arises out of a duty but i like to teach it with that plus sign in the middle because for a lot of you people this is the first time you're getting exposed to a lot of this legal concept stuff okay and the simpler that I think it can be presented, the better you're going to grasp it. Okay, so that's the way I teach it, that those two rights and duties are correlative, that you can't have a right without a correlative duty. Okay, so that's why the two letters are on the left side of the equation and remedy R is over on the right. So if we want to go to uh, this nebulous word person, which can be applied colloquially as us. Oh, you're a person. You look like a person to me. I look like a person when I look in the mirror every morning. Well, that's true, but that's not a legal person. A legal person is something entirely different, okay? So like the 14th Amendment says, all, all persons born are naturalized. Does that mean all persons? That means all legal persons that are under the 14th Amendment. And the way you uh, ascertain this and the way you learn to do jiu-jitsu with that little formula is this. The definition of the word person legally is an entity, an entity to whom the law ascribes rights and duties. Okay? Now, it's interesting that they would use that word entity. And 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 uh, the person here is totally different from a legal person. I mean, from a natural person. And if I wasn't getting interrupted and distracted, I wouldn't have lost my train of thought there. But anyway, let's go back to our definition. A person is an entity to whom the law ascribes rights and duties. Well, why is that entity word important? You know, this is the, the litmus test question that I use if you're going to sit down and discuss law and stuff and this kind of heavy discussion with people that want to discuss it with you and think they know what they're talking about. And so... This is the question I ask everybody. Well, what's the legal definition concept behind the word person? And without exception, in all the years that I've been doing that, every person in the United States that I've ever asked that question to had the same answer. And it's a patriot mythology answer. Okay, And that is, oh, it's a corporate fiction. Well, it can be. But it's not exclusively like they seem to think. Remember the word entity, because a legal person can be a corporation, exactly like they say, but it can also be an individual and a real person. It can be a trust. It can be a partnership. It can be any of those entities. And the way you ascertain it is from where you get your rights and to whom you owe your duties. So when that 14th Amendment says all persons born are naturalized, it's talking about all legal persons. And those are the ones that receive civil rights under the 14th Amendment. And that's the rights they receive under the 14th Amendment if they fit this criteria and the associated duties. What are the associated duties? Well, you've got to obey all the regulations for the administrative state, including the IRS and paying your taxes and anything else these man-made laws tell you to do. Because you're in that, you're that legal person, okay? And so, interestingly enough here, real persons in this definition of legal persons are always called individuals. 
When you see the word individual, if you're reading any law format or context, they're talking about real persons. They label them as individuals, which comes from the root word indivisible because in a human person, the rights and the duties are in the same entity. They're not in the same entity, for example, in a corporation. The corporation gets the rights. It's a corporate person. But it can't perform all the duties because all you can do is fine a corporation. You can't throw it in jail. But if it's an egregious enough offense like putting out poison shots with Albert Bula at Pfizer and egregious enough and proven that they knew what was going on beforehand, you can pierce, it's called piercing the corporate veil. You can pierce the corporate veil and go after the board of directors. They've got the ultimate duty, but you got to pierce the corporate veil to get at them. Okay. So there's a little bit of a, of a little legal seminar, short seminar for you, Andy, on the formula that's so important to work with and understand R plus D equals R, how that determines what person you are in which body of law. So you could be a person over, let's say you're out, uh, you're, you're a person under the 14th Amendment. Oh, there goes that pesky camera. Yes, just leave it right there. You're a person out on the sea under the 14th Amendment. Go ahead, Sam. the truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization Susanna's secret offers 100 percent pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you.
Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. All righty, Sam, let's pipe that, pipe that down and finish my little lesson here and get to our callers. So if you were in our example, we're talking about what makes you a person, the fact that you can be a legal person in several different, several, several different bodies of law. You can be a national or a citizen of the United States, and you're out on the Atlantic or the Pacific in some type of maritime activity, and you may be a person under maritime law there, but that doesn't mean you're just one person. So uh, I hope that rudimentary uh, explanation, because it, it's a really important concept to get your arms around, and work with that. What's a person? How do you get it? That rights and duties on the left side of the equal sign on that very simple little equation that's really important. Uh, for for instance, Andy, let's take the reverse of what we were talking about with admiralty law. And we, we mentioned it over there. On the other side, on the right side of the equation, is R for remedy. So what's the remedy we're talking about? Well, as I mentioned to you, in admiralty law is martial law on the sea, and the remedy is only one. It's called prize, P-R-I-Z-E. And there are no procedures It's unless you want to figure out how you get your cannon aimed at the other guy's ship. That's a procedure. And once you kick his butt, you go over there and get his stuff, okay? On land, martial law and army, it's called booty, all right? And so if you go down and look at, there's about eight different, different bodies of law, common law, equity, maritime, admiralty, although the English combined those two at one point, uh, the law merchant, and the manorial law, okay, the law that was used on the manors. So what remedies are being used against us? They're called self-help remedies. They're incredibly important to understand. You may not know what I'm talking about under the umbrella label of self-help remedies, but if I said lean, levy, garnishment, and seizure, you'd know exactly what I was talking about, wouldn't you? Well, those are the remedies in the law merchant. What's the law merchant? That's what it was called as a merchant code for thousands of years called the law merchant. It originated in Babylon. It's the Babylonian merchant code, and now we call it the uniform commercial code. And those are the same remedies in the Uniform Commercial Code that the IRS uses, isn't it? Lean, levy, garnishment, and seizure. How are we in admiralty law when they're using merchant law remedies? But see, these guys don't understand enough of the underlying law to know that what they're teaching is incorrect. So it's really important to learn these basics. I I stress it with my folks because this gives you a foundation where This is what I tell you. It may take you a little bit of time to learn it, okay? It's new to a lot of people, but this is a promise I can make you. If you'll learn those basics, they'll never be able to fool you again. Is that enough incentive for you? 
They'll never be able to fool you again. Sam, who we got next up there in line? Roberta. I don't believe we've spoken before. Hi, Roberta. Oh, I'm definitely new. Oh, good. We like new I am. I am so excited about all of the process. I have um, first want to say thank you, Roger, for all that you are and all that you do and give, mostly give. Um, so I appreciate you. I have changed my status to national since November. Yay! Oh, congratulations. Yes, it was a big deal. And I straightened out the IRS so they know that I'm a national, and I told my employer so they don't take taxes out. This is all very exciting. It is, isn't it, to be finally free? It is. It is. And I want to keep going. Uh, I think I've, well, I've been reading your book. Good. That's a, it's a very powerful book. Okay. It, it I, it, I wrote an 80 page manuscript. My two teachers turned it into what it is. I'm, I take credit for what I've done, but they're the ones that made it what it is. Well, we're glad to have it. Oh, we're going to have a new one out pretty quick. Oh, um, great. It's a new old one and it'll be really important for people like you, Rebecca. Um, back Roberta, first, Roberta, Roberta, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I, I, when I first got started with them uh, about 31, 30 and a half years ago, um, shortly, I, I was still a student of theirs, and I was only a student for six months before they got raided. So it was in that six-month period of time, and John and Glenn wrote a book called United. They, they asked us to name it. They had a naming contest among the students, and somebody came up with this name, United Slaves of America, which is a good title. Okay. And uh, so John and Glenn put together a book and called it, titled it United Slaves of America. We sold it, big eight and a half by 11 format book. And uh, you know that I totally 100% forgot about it. Okay. And one of my students found a used copy online and bought it. And that's the first time I remembered it when she brought it up on the program one day. And so what You've we did. You've been busy. Yeah, well, I, I try and stay busy. Um, so what we did, well, she she paid $200 for that book. Okay. So anyway, we were able to weasel it away from her for a little bit. And uh, up in your neck of the woods there, Roberta, uh, one of my listeners is a guy named Chris in Nashville who works for a, a law firm that has some real high-end scanners. And so Paget's sister, her mother was going to be visiting her sister who lives in Nashville. So they took the book that Paget had, and they got it to Chris. He took it down and scanned it, got the book back to them so they'd get their property back, and we're in the process of going through and reformatting it to get the price down because of what ended up happening in that larger format, it was going to cost 22 or $23 just to print the thing. So we're, we're going through. I got somebody that used to be in the publishing in New York going through and totally reformatting that book, and hopefully within – a month or two, we're going to have that back available. That would be fabulous information for people like you and Andy. Okay. Oh, and that's, I'm really new. that's the foundational stuff that you need. Okay. Like you're new, I, you're reading my book. You get into that legal section in the back, and a lot of that stuff just goes right over your head. Okay. I know it does. Okay. It's a lot to take in, but I do have questions when you're ready. Okay. Yeah. Let's have, let's have them. So this is probably the most important one. I have a 15-year-old, and his father and I have 50-50 custody. Mm -hmm. 
but I'd like to know what I can do to protect my child. Because the father does not agree with my way of thinking at all. You're you're not on the same page here. Um, no, no, no. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'll tell you, I don't know if I don't know. Okay. And this is one of those real shade of gray areas because you would think that to write the affidavit for your minor child, that you would need both parents permission, but it may be. Well, I don't be, see how I do. I don't see well, how there's a, doesn't make sense to me. We're just notarizing my signature. Well, that's right. But do you have custody? We have 50, 50 got, down the middle. joint joint custody yes if you had total custody and they had visiting rights and stuff i i i think it'd shift a little bit more to your side but i i just honestly can't answer that question i understand that because there's a lot to get into but i have another one that maybe you can well here's here's what happens is you students come with all these individual life situations and circumstances sure Sure. I, I've never gone. I've never even had a child. So, you know, uh, I get faced with that and, and, and I just, I don't want to give you a wrong answer, but I, but I just have to tell you, I'm not sure. I know that if you can maneuver writing an affidavit, you don't have to have your child sign it because you're the mother and you can right, write if that the courts go after it. Yeah. Cause if the courts go after the courts go after the parent, they don't go after the child. Well, the main thing that I think, and where this came to the forefront, interestingly, within the last year, was with the baby Cyrus situation in Idaho. That's what first started me thinking about this, okay? And CPS and how egregious these people are and how they're like flypaper, man. Once they get you get on them, they ain't letting you go, okay? And we see constant examples of that. There's a new one out of Idaho now called Baby Lily. That's another horror story, okay? But uh, that's what started me thinking about this. And we started talking about it on the air on our regular program. And that's when Sarah, have you have you heard Sarah's testimony? Not yet. I did hear you mention oh, it, that okay, she was well, able I'm, to get them out of her, well, out of her, well, go ahead. I, I'm going to give you where you can go listen to it, you and the audience, okay? And hear it. I need, I need to. Okay, go back to in the archives over at castbox.fm under our channel, Radio Ranch, and go back to December the 4th. Okay. It's a Sunday, and see, I'm on the air all the time now, but these shows I don't have to upload, so I've got a slot on Sunday to put things like that up there. So we put Sarah's uh, testimonial. It's about 16 minutes long. It'll it'll warm the cockles of your heart, Roberta. Okay. Oh yeah. And, uh, and uh, then we put uh, Lisa's from last week that we played on the show at the end of the show last week with her uh, with her traveling deal in Southern California there. And that. Oh yes, I, February, I heard that one. I heard that. Okay. Well, that's February the fifth. We put it up there for the audience, but uh, it works like a snap, evidently. And I understand yes. why, because I understand how this works behind the scenes, you know, I'm more of a bigger picture. I've been messing with it for many years. And, uh, uh, but a lot of people can't hardly believe that that could happen and that they'd walk out of that office with three attorneys in it and say, you're free to go. That's important. It's really important. So and um, it's getting more important to the, by the day because these people are getting more aggressive by the day. This one well, in that's Idaho. That's my concern. Oh, this one in Idaho is a horror story. I heard her interviewed on Stu Peters. Uh, just put it up in the last day or two. Um, there, 
I forget the relative. It was their their aunt or uncle or something. But the daughter had drug problems and whatever else, uh, got pregnant, had the child. And before the child was born, she said, you and your husband are exactly the ideals that I want my child raised as. And they signed a contract before the baby was born to adopt her. Okay. And the minute she came out of mama's womb, they swooped in with CPS and abducted the child. Wow. Okay. Why? Because if it goes to a relative of a family member in adoption, they don't make any money. Oh, it's all about greed. Okay. And the, uh, uh, and they went into a little bit of background on it and the federal prosecutor that's running the show in Idaho these days, you know, there's a, a kidnapping four children a day in the state of Idaho four a day. Okay. What age group are we talking about? Well, I get all the way up to 18. Okay. Jeez. That's, that's, but, that's, but it's this little Jewess named Rosen. It's a little federal attorney or whatever she is, some little Jewess, of course, named Rosen, is the one that's spearheading all that in Idaho. So anything you can do to potentially get your children out of the, out of the grasp of these heinous bastards, you're far ahead of the game. Well, that's what I need to do because I consider this. He'll be driving soon, and if he gets pulled over or oh. he does something really dumb i can't how i need to know that i can protect him when he's with me is he is he listening to you on any of this or is he typical 16 year old no no he's not listening yeah well you got an upward battle and all you can do is just try and plant as many firm seeds as you can that may may sprout sure true so my second question is about I'm trying to find information to discharge my college loan, which is very old, by the way. Right. I don't deal with any of that discharging debt or anything. It's just not my ballywick. I, I concentrate on trying to get people free and understanding this and getting them out of the system. There are other people that do mess with that stuff, uh, but I, I can't Any recommendations? No, not right off the bat, because I don't even pay that much attention to it, honestly. Oh, okay. I understand. Um, if it was so long ago, did, was it before they passed the you can't bankrupt out of your student loan law? Well, it's been, uh, hold on, I, I know the answer. It's been 15 years. Okay, no, they passed that in the 90s, I think. They anticipated Really? You. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, I will yeah. find out because um, that's equity law. Is that correct? I believe that's correct, yep. Okay. And they so changed I'm still it specifically. Happy. You're the you're the only I think you're the only class that can't bankrupt out of your debt is student loans. And that's because oh. the federal government underwrites them. Got it. Got it. So I'm stuck it's with a, it, is it, what you mean. It's like a third of their balance sheet is student loans. Wow. Yeah. It's just I and wonder so if they, it was so long. They were gonna loan you money. You can't bankrupt or get out of it. And we're going to take you to these institutions and give you ma- ma- a Marxist pablum. And you can't bankrupt out of it after we've ruined your thinking. Boy, is that yeah. a scam. Yes, no doubt. Well, I'm really one. happy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. 
a nation of scammers were run by a bunch of these little scamming ferrocytes. Is what I call them. That's why I didn't. That's why it didn't take long for me to do what I need to do in November when I changed my status to national because it all made sense to me. All of it. Well, get command of the information. That's the most important thing I could tell you. That's Thank where you. all the positive things start because I think you'll relate to this. When you file that, did life change? Uh, only me. I change. That's right. I mean, you didn't get stopped on the street. They didn't stop you on the street. Roberta, man, I heard you file that affidavit. Congratulations on your freedom. Nobody did that for you? No, but I was excited. But you see, that's my point. The world doesn't change. You've doesn't. got to be the change. And the only and way I, you're going to change is by getting command of the information. That's the rich, fertile sod that all your freedom and your confidence and your self-confidence and your ability to defend your position and your re-empowerment with God, with the laws that were stolen from you by Esau Edom there at your birth. Okay, because that's all that's happened here. Esau, Edom tricked us into giving the birthright back. That's exactly what's going on. I have work to do, no doubt. So just get, you, you don't have don't take a big gulp. Don't get a drink of water out of a fire hydrant, as I like to say. Just learn it a little at a time and get the foundation, and everything will grow out of that. But if you don't do that. Nothing happens because then you don't change, the world change, and you filed a piece of paper and you don't know what it did. It didn't affect you. You can't defend it. You can't explain it to anybody. Nothing happens without you learning the information. And that's a great way to put it, to learn to defend your position. Well, you got to, you know, as, as Judge Learned Hand said, I'm paraphrasing his eloquence here, said to defend one's rights, one must be a belligerent claimant. Well, you can't be belligerent if you don't know what the hell you're defending. I mean, I'm not talking about taking a baseball bat out and hitting the judge. I'm just talking about standing up and going, no, I'm a national. What I am is my choice, not yours. If it's your choice, it's tyranny. It's great stuff, great stuff. Thank you well, so it, much. It, you're so welcome. I mean, see, uh, what I get out of it is the feedback from talking to people like you. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm thrilled. Well, thrilled for what's to come. Well, we got, a, we got a powerful weapon here. We got the neutron bomb against these bastards. Nobody else can stop them. They can't, you know, no, hell, they're blowing up pipelines all over the world. They're killing people. They're doing all this all over the world. Nobody can stop them. They're ultra powerful, right? Seem to be. Right? Yes. Isn't it interesting that one sentence on one piece of paper to one guy can stop them dead in their tracks and make them stand mute? Yeah, I understand. That's, how, that's the power of what we've got here. We just need... Uh, uh, we just power in numbers? Is that the phrase? Yeah, we got to get numbers. we got to get numbers. Numbers. That's what we're looking for. So, so that's why we welcome with open arms folks like you. Roberta, i got a couple other people. I don't want to yep, leave them out on the you. line. Please feel thank free you. to join us on our regular show if you're able. If not, I'm here on Sundays, okay? Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Very welcome. You warm the cockles of my heart, Roberta. Talk to you again soon, okay? Who's next, Sam? Mark in New York. Hey, Mark. Good evening, Roger. I've Hi. got an interesting, interesting story because 
You know, you brought up the name Eustace Mullins in the past. Oh, tonight man. Tonight you brought up Pete Peters. Yes. I, I know all the old – I've been along old, around long enough to know all the old-timers, Mark. <laughs> me, me too. I, I met uh, most I of them, you, actually. I wanted to tell you uh, an interesting story on how I got to speak with uh, Eustace Mullins. He was being interviewed by Pete Peters on uh, Shortwave. Well, right. Probably around 2010. And they had uh, some phone difficulties, and uh, Pete started to dial the number, and the tones were going over the air, and he goofed it up, and he had to start again. By that time, I grabbed the hand recorder and recorded the tones, and uh, he wasn't able to reestablish contact with Eustace for the interview, but afterwards, I called, or I I played the tones into my landline and called Eustace and and told him what had happened. <laughs> yeah, and I said you might want to contact Pete and let him know that uh, you can't play those tones over the air, uh, at least not all of them, anyways, um, because that if you've got an unlisted number and you don't yeah. want people calling you out of the blue. You you never play the tones over the uh, airwaves, right? That was probably around 2010, and uh, you know, it was sure, just a we... matter of fact. Matter of fact, the uh, conversation wasn't too long. Just wanted him to know the technology and uh, you know how he can protect himself and let uh, let Pete know that you know you can't do that. <laughs> He was a great American, and, and it's surprising, you know, we had a new caller from Virginia, Nancy, on the show this week a couple of times, and I think she was on the previous week once, and I asked her if she knew about what used to Smolens, and she said no. I said, he was one of the patriarchs of our movement, I mean, without question, you know, Ezra Pound, Red Beckman, used uh, uh, to Smolens. Those were some of the real early high-profile guys, you know. And I was fortunate enough to see him speak in person about four times, I think, and got to meet him and shake his hand and all that kind of stuff. What a genuine, Gentile human being. He was a really, really exceptional man, used to Smolens. And his work lives he, on, of course. He, he His work does live on, and, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of it on YouTube, a lot of it out there. Hey, uh, just quickly, too, um, all of Bill Cooper's um Yeah, Cooper's broadcasts, Right. Yeah. All his broadcasts are available uh, to play on M- MP3 players. You just got to do a search. Uh, look I think for- it's hour, something, Hour of the Time. That was the name of his program. Is yeah, hourofthetime.com or something? There, you'll find one site that lists <clears throat> from one all the way up to almost 2,000. It's wow. a big, long list of all the shows. They're they're dated, and they have the title, and you can play whichever one you want. Uh, the only way you're really going to find it is to search out um, Bill Cooper, um uh, episodes, uh, MP3, because giving you the URL won't work. Um, right. I, I tried, I tried doing that. You, you're almost going to have to do a little research right. with a, uh, yeah. a search engine, but they, plug, they, 
hour, hour of the time, plug in hour of the time and search in, and you'll probably get some results. I was fortunate enough to see him speak twice and meet him also before he was killed. Really? Yes, in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta, so we had a good Patriot group, and a lot of people came through Atlanta. I got to see David Irving about four or five times, if you know who he is. And, I, I know uh, the name, but I'm not familiar with his work. He's the he's the great English historian that wrote all the Hitler's War and Churchill's War and did all. He could speak German, and he went over in the German archives and wrote all these books on World War II. And they were publishing him in the London newspapers before he got subpoenaed to to testify at Ernst Zundel's trial against the Holocaust in Canada. And from that time on, he was banned. Well, I'm familiar with that. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've watched The Greatest Story Never Told. Right. By the way, too, there's a guy that's selling that uh, that reproduction of that uh, Dennis Wise, uh, The Greatest Story Never Told. There's a guy selling it on eBay for 21 bucks. Is that right? It's a, well, it's there's, a reproduction. Uh, there's a, a legal copy, but... Uh, uh, you know, Hellstorm, Europa's over on BitChute. There's a lot of, if people want to avail themselves of accurate history, you can find it. You got to dig for it a little bit. So, yeah, uh, and we all, we all need at least uh, 72 hours in a day to be able to catch up on all this boy, stuff. Because yeah, we, listening to old, old Bill's programs from 92 and up, I, I listen got, to him. I, I, I listen I to him every every in, in night. I listen so, to him every night on WWCR religiously. Yep. Yep. So, Mark, anyway, let me, I'm right at the end of the show. I think I might yep. even have one more caller. Thanks for calling in. Nice talking to you. Okay. Thank you. All right, Roger. Uh, Sam, we got somebody on the tail gunner there? Pull him up. Pull him up. Pull him up. Mike, real quick, what you got, buddy? Raw high. Head him out, right him up. Uh, anyway, uh, no. my man. <laughs> so uh, the student loan thing, I wanted to hit on that real quick. But the guy's newspaper was Veritas, I think, was it not? Yes, and that was that was Cooper. Was his, and his yeah, book was that was that was, was, that was uh, so, right. Those search terms may help you find his, uh, people that have dedicated, you know, some bandwidth to posting his old shows. I know there's a lot of people maybe still have them like me on cassette. I right. had the Montana Freeman uh, call in on cassette, but on student loans, review your records because there's some dirty tricks where they were taking out loans a penny short and a day late, and it didn't credit you towards uh, Okay, Roberta, did you hear that? Check your paperwork. We're out of here. Uh, go enjoy the rest of the Super Bowl, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you, Sam. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. 
Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network. 